0: Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people who are blue, dabu-di dabu-dai. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, you ever you ever listened to Eiffel 65's classic song? Never been in one? my life. Ah, uh, let me sing it for you. No, let's not do that. Tyler, we got some homework for you. Okay. What did we watch? We watched Avatar 2.
1: I also watched Avatar one. You were too much of a coward.
0: Yeah, I was. Let me tell you. Oh, was it, was it the best decision I ever made to, here's what I did. Look, this is what you understand. You, you think you're better than me? Yes. You think you're better than me because you watched Avatar one than Avatar two. Here's what I did. I watched Avatar two twice. Okay. Even better than watching one and two. I watched two, two times. Okay.
1: Cody, I'm better than you because I make more than you. All right. Let's get that clear. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm no, also tracks, better than tracks. you because I also watched both the movies. I want I do plan to go see the movie again. If I can't, here's why. Yeah, Cody. but until then, until then,
0: I've I'm winning over here. But,
1: but I watched the first avatar twice. All right. So oh, take that. <laughs> oh. Take
0: that, Cody. Bless your heart. The thing is, you do watch no, no, listeners. hold on. I
1: also watched it on an OLED TV. How many movies have you watched on your OLED TV? You know, I don't
0: have an OLED TV.
1: Stands for organic light emitting diode, Cody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just got text from Bailey. You were just now starting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Both of our wives oh, are upset with us. We, uh, Tyler, we took a long time to start. Oh.
0: You're wanna... going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to step away from your desk, air to the chest. I'm going to step out of my my little office, and I'm going to, I don't know, skill to the head? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how she does it. Yeah. Well, Tyler, do you want to tell the, the good people a little synopsis of what Avatar, colon, The Way of Water is all about? Uh,
1: So Avatar, colon, The Way of Water um is the sequel to Avatar, colon, nothing. um. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh it's a continuation of the story from the first movie. That's how sequels work, Cody. With the same characters, same actors, hmm. same but slightly
0: better effects. Tell me, tell me more about these sequels. Have they ever made one of these before? Oh, it's the first time they've ever done it, Cody. That's why it's a, such a big deal. What an innovator. Jim Cameron out
1: here. Jim Cameron came in here and he's like, "Look, I'll make these movies." If you if you also put my documentaries on Disney, OK, and give me National Geographic's uh, ship to do ocean stuff. And mm-hmm. I say, you know, Jim, hurry up and finish these Avatar movies so I, you give me more of the documentaries I want about the mm-hmm. ocean. Cody, when I tell you what is when I ask you, let me ask you to ask me, what's my favorite Jim Cameron movie? What's your favorite Jim Cameron movie? any of the ocean documentaries he makes he's a genius he's awesome he's cool he loves the ocean and it makes you love it too okay he did one that he wasn't even he didn't even make it because oh no what is he doing he's on the set of avatar which they call him several times he's like i'm here making avatar so i can't be there you feel bad for him because what are they doing they're hunting for atlantis and they found some really cool stuff that i didn't know about Cause everybody else is like, let's find the magic city with the flying fish, and it's like, look, we all know where that is. You got to go to Iceland, find the book, get the get get the guy, take it down there, find Molière. You got it, all right. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh yeah, no, here's all this stuff, and then they're like, oh yeah, then we at the end of it, they're like, we discovered uh, evidence that the Philippines, which everybody was like nothing, bunch of trash, dirt people, we used to be like a, a have like a. A civilization with ocean faring vessels along like a thousand years before anybody thought. That's awesome. And then Jim's like, that's pretty cool. Anyway, I guess I'll just keep uh, making avatar. And he was so sad. He sounded sad. He sounded like it's cool that you guys are there splashing around in the water. I'm just here on a green screen. With Sam Worthington, All
0: right. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that about sums it up. That, that's that's about what Avatar is about. Uh, Tyler. I do. I
1: have a. I have a hot oh. take
0: that you're gonna love, but it could yeah, yeah. spoil it. So I'll wait until we get into the spoiler. Okay. Okay. Terrible. Can I? Can I give you my first? My first opinion to on me. the movie. Give it to me. I was pausing for a fact. Pleasantly surprised with the quality of Avatar: colon, The Way of Water, I found it watchable. And you know what? That is so much more I ever could have asked from, look, I laughed out loud watching Avatar 1. I was like, "Who? who's buying into this garbage, you know? And that was me. How many years ago? 13? Oh, that was a long time ago. This movie came out forever ago. And let me tell you, it wasn't my kind of movie. I thought it was a silly. And let me tell you, I watched this new one. I was like, oh, they did a pretty good job. I enjoyed it so much so that I forced myself to see it a second time so I could get the 3D experience. So there you go. That's my that's that's how it went for me. How'd it go for you,
1: Cody? I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna get it. So here we go. So I'll say because I, I we never did a, an episode. I wanted to do an episode on Avatar and Coward. So here's what I'm gonna say. BS, you laughed out loud. We all thought it looked incredible. Here's why: because the movies they're not memorable. This one's not going to be memorable. That one's not going that one isn't memorable. Name one character other than Jake Sully from the first avatar. You can't because nobody cares because Jim knows one thing and that's how to make a story that's exactly how complicated as it needs to be and absolutely nothing because he knows why you're there. You're not there. You will never go to an avatar movie because you want to know what happens at the, what's the next stage in the journey of Jake Sully. Nobody cares. You're there to see the effects, Cody, and the effects they actually, they hold up pretty well. Here's why. Again, he knows how to Channel effects effort and budget, where it's like there's a one every so often, even on the original one and in this one, doesn't look great. But anytime there's like close ups, there's slow motion stuff, it's incredible looking and it holds Mm -hmm. up. Also, first one, shout out to him being not being a hero and saying, No, you cannot have this in super ultra HD 4K everything because then the effects will look like hot garbage. Mm. (laughs) It's 1080p. And that is all you're getting because that is what it was designed to look like. That's what it looks best watched on a TV, and so that's what you watched on. All these other movies, like they come out here and they're like, "Oh, look, here's the 4K release of a movie that came out in 2005." And you're like, "This looks like I'm playing a video game on the PlayStation 2." Mm-hmm. All right, and this, you know,
0: look, you're out here with a good TV. I remember seeing avatar someone was watching and it this was like in a dorm room in college and it was a few months after it had come out so i was like oh it's on dvd now people are watching it i remember seeing it and being like i forgot how terrible this looks or, you know like how it doesn't look good especially compared to seeing it in the theater i never saw it in the big 3d whatever um but you know it it wasn't i didn't like it you know what i'm saying so i, mean, I stand by it you know, you know but the I, new one i yeah. liked it
1: I told you, I remember I sent you the text. I said, Cody, you're allowed to like the movies. It's fine. You don't have to hate every movie. Watch. I'm sorry. No one wraps themselves in barbed wire and makes out with what's-her-face that you like. But you know what? That's fine. Mm -hmm. There can be both kinds of movies, okay? Mm. I will say, I mean, I've always defended Avatar, but I don't defend it on the grounds that it's a good movie. I defend it on the grounds of there are a lot of people that say, I called it that. was a bad movie at the time. Nobody recalled that it was a bad movie at the time it didn't get yeah. the best reviews again it's like going to a football game and being like that was a terrible football game the bathroom smelled awful it's like no mm. that's not why you're there idiot that's right. yeah you're there well, for the was, spectacle. Yeah. you're there that, for why thing you're there for the effects you're there for the nipple sometimes popping out of the bras but sometimes they're glued to it meaning they chose to show the random weird little flashes of nudity we all saw. And it's like, you could have just done it or not done it, but you chose to only do it sometimes. And that's weird, right? That makes it weirder.
0: Well, there had to have been a sensor at the MPA just like ticking the nipples, you know? And they're like, all right, well, six, yeah. Six is, that's a PG-13 movie. Seven, this is a hard R. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder, uh, well, let's not get into the nipple conversation, but can you imagine, you know? Did they have to go back in and scrub out some nipples, you know? Did they have to redo some effects and be like, too much nipple in this one. We we crossed the nipple barrier. You know what I'm saying? Cody, I'll
1: have you know you can have three nipples
0: in a PG-13 mm-hmm. movie. Well, there you go. How did I learn On that? On the same Coulson? person? <laughs> or that just one chest? Or is that... Well, Tyler, should we... I mean, are we going to dive into it? Are we going to... Are Cody. we going to, you know, are we going to do it? Cody... Uh, just
1: plug that little brain ears into this fish. All right. <laughs> okay. It's into this fish bird and let's, let's get, let's get it nice let's fly off. You know, let's fly off into the thing. You know what, Cody? Let's, let's both of us plug into it. Right. You oh. with me. It's naughty, but we're going to do it together. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Yeah. Uh, well, Tyler, are you. Are you taking the reins of this fish and going first? Or are you handing me, the reins me, to me? Let me go first. I got first. some stuff because right. I also,
1: I'm going to touch a little bit on the first one, you know, because as I said, I wanted to be heroes and
0: and do both. But you
1: were a coward. So let me go first. Are you ready? Do you have your timer pulled up? I got mine pulled up.
0: Okay. Now I'm waiting <sighs> on you. you, know I'm, not you know I'm not ready. You know I'm not ready. You can go whenever.
1: I'm All ready. right. Here we go. Cody, let me. I'm going to run through the first movie for you real quick. Here, I'm just got a few points on it. Okay, the first one, everybody says it's Pocahontas, right? Everybody says oh, it's Pocahontas in space. Here's the thing, I thought this, and I was like, I'm a genius. And then I went to see the second movie, and I was like, now everybody's going to say this because it's so much more obvious in the second one. And I'm so mad. But also, I'm going to bring this around to say Jim Cameron is actually a genius movie maker at a very specific kind of movie that everybody's like he's not good at making good movies. But how dare you? He makes like he's made like seven movies and almost made as much money as Steven Spielberg, who's made like 40 movies. So you can go off yourself. All right. It is Dune. That's the core story that he's using. It's Dune. All right. Everybody. And then I was like, well, it's a little bit of Dune, a little bit of Pocahontas, a little bit. of something. And then after I say in the third or fourth thing, I was like, so it's an original story. That's what it is. If you've combined elements from four or five other stories, you've made an original story, which I want you to look at yourself. Take a good, hard look at yourself. Everybody here is like, Avatar is bad. Avatar is an original story. It's an original story. It didn't steal it from it. stole inspiration from other things, but it stole so many inspirations from so many other places. It is an original thing, right? Because it's like if you made a car, it's like, well, it's got wheels the same way that all the other cars do. Yeah. You're an idiot. All cars have wheels. Okay, stop. All right. So. (laughs) <laughs> this movie everybody's like I, why can't they just make new stuff why do they gotta make sequels avatar is a new thing so if you're one of these people it's like i want new stuff also Avatar's bad stop watching movies you've done it to yourself all right all you want is the xmcu movie you're what's wrong with the world all right now we're moving on all right so they, let's talk about his first movie all right nobody's you know, there's so many people who applied to be this but let's just remember sam worthington was a darling he was living in his car and then everybody's like Sam Worthington's such a sellout garbage person because he was in one movie. All right. This man went from living in his car to being the star of the biggest movie of all time. And everybody's like, what a sellout. No, every other actor's in a sellout. This is a sweet boy. He's been in one other movie that I remember off the top of my head. It's Titan. Guess what? It's the exact same story. As Avatar, and it's cool, all right? But it's much more scientific, and it's much worse, all right? That is what a bad movie with this storyline looks like, so I dare you to watch it and then tell me Avatar is bad, all right? (laughs) They go through all this, right? The first one takes a lot more from Pocahontas, right? This one goes hard on the Dune thing. That's when I went from, like, I'm a genius, I'm smart, I see through the lies of the Jedi, and then I got into this movie, and I said, gosh, dang it, you went harder on the Dune thing, all right? You came here, you gave him the... They're the the guerrilla fighters. Then he's like, all right, cool. We're going to leave. And then they just left him. So now I'm like, cool. So now we know all of the other movies are going to be him collecting the other clans like Pokemon. All right. He then has to go there, get them to fight, destroy them, move on for their safety. But only after destroying their home and 90% of their population. All right. Classic imperialist. All right. They came in here. I like here's one thing I did like about the thing. At no point is it like we thought they were gone forever because it's not realistic that they would be gone forever. Okay, not really. They would then it's like, what did you do by sending them all home? You bought yourself 12 years, six years there, six years back. They're coming back with an army and you did nothing to prepare. That peeves me off. You are idiot uh, blue monkey people. All right. Why did why were you doing that whole time? You, you didn't even teach them how to use guns. They're still flying around with bows and arrows, dude. I'm tell, I, here's what I'm saying. If you let, if you if Cortez went to the Aztec Empire and then they said, "Cool, we're going to leave, you got 12 years, then we're coming back." And then there was one dude that he's like, I'm the head of the civilization now. I'm from Spain. I know what they got. We have all of their technology. We got their ships, we got their guns, we got their armor, we got everything. For one second, if you think they freaking wouldn't have done something to prep, then you're a psycho. All right, that's all I'm saying. Right? They, what what were they doing? All right, the ship's coming in. Cody, let's talk. I, that's the, one of the coolest sequences I've ever seen in my entire life in a movie. All right, I saw it in the 3D. You know, with the big. Let's talk about these Dolby glasses. Did you see it in Dolby 3D? Not shake. Not you saw it in IMAX. Like they just got dumb little thin. You snap them in half just by looking at them. Right. Dolby, these are heckin' chonkers, all right? They go on your head, and it's like, oh, boy. Doesn't tell you to put them on, though, which I feel like that's, that's uncool, all right? But anyway, I, I knew I spotted it. I spotted the little thing coming apart, you know how it does, you know, when the, like, pictures start to spread out. The effects look great. Tell me... Some of these effects were 60 frames per second, though, right? Were they not? Or is that just a 3D? That's why I want to go watch it again. Was it 3D? Was it the not 3D? Because some of them, it's like every software so is was like, this is a video game cutscene where everything's 60 frames per second. Then it was slammed back down to 24. It drove me nuts.
0: Tyler, look, I'm going to have to cut you off right there. I like what you're doing, but shut up because I'm doing stuff now. All right. Look, great job on the Dune comp. Great job. The one you forgot to mention that everyone was talking about the last time, 13 years ago when this happened, Dances with Wolves. So that's the other one ever compared to whatever. We're all over it. It's fine. Here's my thing about Avatar 1. You talked about how it's we're here for the effects, but I'm not I'm not the effects boy. I like the practical effects and I like writing. So when they write a story that's like, hey, real basic, we just need the story to give us the framework to do all this stuff. That's. I think that's the main reason why I didn't like Avatar 1. I think Avatar way of water is a much better written film and granted james cameron has like five writers working with him on all the avatar sequels so i think that's helping anywho whatever here's my thing they're the first movie they're like unobtainium we gotta get it and the second movie they're like revenge mission on jake sully got it (laughs) and so that's what i think is kind of fun you know I think it's a much better written movie. I like a lot of the characters. I think, if anything, you know, where the effects are great, I think the design of all, like, the water world is awesome, and it's really cool, and that's one of my favorite parts about the movie. What I think is still a little weak is, like, hold up. The amount of money that you have to spend to clone someone's personality and put it into an avatar, like, I mean, we're talking, like, a billion dollars, right? Like, the they're in space, they're hurtling through. And like the one thing they can think to do is kill this one guy. You're like, hold on, stop, get out of here. There's gotta be, you know, I'm not saying you wouldn't want revenge. I am saying it wouldn't be the one thing you set out to do. You know what I'm saying? Whatever is fine. Um, I am very interested in the overall like war for Pandora and they, they hint at it in this movie, right? He meets the new general and she's like, look, like a lot's changed since you've been here. We're building all this stuff. We're, We want to colonize Pandora for Earth people to live on. You know, that's what we're going for now. I was like, yes, this is a cool story. I'm excited to see how this goes. Except (laughs) this story is about a potato. Sam Worthington's character is a blank slate who's vaguely from New Jersey and it's fine. Whatever. I just don't care for his character. He's not a good character. He's not a bad character, but he is a potato. I like potatoes. I could just name like 10 vegetables that are more interesting you know what i'm saying anywho um i think his family story is kind of interesting i just jake sully i don't care you know i don't really care too much about jake sully his kids are kind of cool though i think that's interesting all right oh yeah water world is great um i think the action the other thing too i didn't love the action in the first Avatar. I thought the action sequences in this one were like very well thought out, very well done. I thought, you know, you complained about him not teaching me how to use the guns. Is that a good plot hole? Yes, but was it totally worth it to watch Zoe Saldana uh, pick up someone with an arrow she just shot them with and then shoot another arrow through their body? I was like, yeah, that was awesome. I loved it. So all the arrow and bow stuff, arrow, bow, and spear stuff, I thought was great. Also, easily my favorite action scene of the year Um, maybe even the decade, a whale fighting a whaling ship. Incredible. It was so much fun to watch. Um, I thought they got really creative with like the water scenes and I mean, a whale fighting a whale hunter. Come on. That's a good action scene. And we're in space at the same time. Very well done. Um, let's see. I mean yeah that was easy i think my favorite part was the smart whale being like see i am smart and you are dumb um really great i mean the money they must have spent on that revenge mission is just insane you know but it's fine i mean they're burning down whole villages they're tanking this i mean you talk about this whaling ship how much money they're making what do you say 80 million dollars in one vial and they're going from you know what i'm saying you really think these guys would have muscled their way onto that ship? And he's like, I'll ask nicely once. It's like, we got all kinds of stuff on our ship, too. You know what? I don't think he would have actually taken. It. And they're burning on these villages, and the scientist's like, you guys are going to ruin. You can't hunt here. You're going to cause war with all these water navi people. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's fine. Here's my other thing, too. At the end of the fight, it's like Jake Sully's family versus General, what's his name? Colonel Colonel Butt, Whatever. What happened to the whole army they came with? They came with a whole army of people that were there, and they're like, "We're helping out. Don't worry." And then at the end of the battle, it's like, "We're all gone. Good luck on your own, dudes." What you know, just sold them out like that. But it's fine. Um, I was a little confused about why you couldn't be friends with the whale. But I'll, when I watched it the second time, I was like, "Oh yeah, no." They explain it pretty well. Um, this movie is just crazy long, and I gotta take pee breaks. You know what I'm saying? Cody, I need to cut you out
1: right here. I got lots of I stuff like- I need to rebut.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. But let me
1: start out by the biggest thing that I hated about this movie. I will say, okay, overall for this movie, I think if you look at James Cameron's filmography, he's very like Mm -hmm. with the exception of Terminator. He does one offs, right? He does one movie and they're all big spectacle movies. None of them are masterpieces of storytelling or writing. He likes to make spectacle movies. That's it. Mm. And so I think the reason this one's so much better written is my guess would be that they, they if I was him, I also I would have made a big deal out of saying this too, i been like, all right, if we're doing several of these, we need like I need writers and other people involved because he knows I do like he does. It feels in both the first one and this one, he's very aware of where he falls short, but also very aware of like where he has to put effort and money to make the big spectacle that everyone wants to see. Like we watched Aliens, it's a bad movie, but it's awesome to watch. It's a fun movie to watch, but that's not like a well-written masterpiece of a movie, right? It's a good Alien movie, but Alien it's is a, a classic masterpiece
0: action movie in a sci-fi setting. Yeah, there isn't that much sci-fi in it, except for like, oh, Sigourney Weaver's back, and here's why she's back. You know, it's really just kind of like, hey, we're going down into the alien hive. It's going to be awesome. Buckle up
1: yeah but again it's just like a avatar and i would say from the movies of his that i've seen titanic is probably the most complex mm. the abyss has a lot of undertone but that's i think because it's an ocean thing and he likes the ocean so he went hard on that yeah, but he's always like there's always some kind of conservation undertone mm. and the movies are simple because you know you get overcomplicated with a big action movie just ends up bad it doesn't it never goes well right if you try to overcomplicate a big action set piece movie right the whales <laughs> the whale was an outcast right and he's like he killed these whales and the people he killed them he's a mm-hmm. murderer and then they do this whole thing they spend i it felt like an hour of the movie going through all the back and forth they what What's wrong with the whale? It's missing a little flipper, you know? And then it's like, then <gasps> he learns by going into the whale's mouth. He learns, oh, it wasn't the whale that killed everybody. He didn't shoot them with bullets and spears because he didn't. He, you know, he was just part of the, he was the only one to survive. And then it's like <gasps> revelation. He's going to do it. He's going to clear this whale's name. And then he's like, look, he didn't do it. He's just, just there. He was just like, we got to fight. And they were like, yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's mess them up. And then they all died. And they're like, yeah, we know. It's the same difference. And I was like, then why did you Uh, play it up? Like it was this big reveal and this big back hit. I was so mad. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, you can't be a Takunga or whatever and be killing. That's against their murder is against everything. It's like the worst thing you can do. Anyway, let's go murder all of them. To protect these whales mm-hmm. you know and i'm just like you guys are the worst yeah. ever this is the worst written part of the entire movie is like your old thing I'm like he caught he was part of a group that was killed thus he killed them and it's like well he convinced them to go and it's like no they do say, and he clarifies, no, they all wanted to go and he went with them. And they're like, yeah, we know it's the same difference. Mm. So by that logic, if you don't die in battle with your friends, you killed your friends. Yeah. Cody, you've killed everyone that you did not die at the same time
0: with. As All right. That's what I need Tyler, you to know. All
1: right. They drove. i <gasps> so mad. It's a bad movie. If we're, if we're talking that, about
0: gripes with the movie. Tell me about it. I'll, I'll do you one. I mean, like, there aren't that many in terms of the writings. Like I said, I thought it was much better written. It's a, it's a story of the boy who couldn't stay put because if this son ever once stayed put, they would have no problems. He gets captured, you know, the very first time he goes into battle when he's not supposed to, and then he almost dies, almost gets his brother killed. Then the next time he goes out where he's not supposed to, and then he runs into Colonel Butt and then they get captured. And then that's a the whole thing. And then he goes where he's not supposed to with the other boys. And that's where he finds the whale. And, uh, yeah, so it's just like all the, and what's funny is like, he never like learns his lesson of like, I did, you know, even when they're on the ship, he's like, okay, time to get out. He's like, Oh no, we got to get, we got to get orphan feral boy. You know what I'm saying? Like every single chance he gets, he's like, no, I'm doing my own thing. Like, so he never learns to listen to his elders, but he's always, I don't, I guess his reasons get a little better, but I just, it was kind of funny. I'm like, man, if he ever stayed put, the plot would not move forward for this movie, you know? But at the Um, same
1: time, except with the exception of the first thing, right? Like the information he gathers or the outcome of the situation is like, had they not learned again, you don't know the Colonel's name. And I think that's a perfect, I don't remember it. I like, I'll say I like both the (laughs) movies. I can't remember anybody's names. It's like, that's the kind of movie it is. You don't remember these these movies. You remember that they were cool and they looked good. The yeah. writing is like, I'd say the writing's better in this one because it's
0: like, I say, well, you, I, it's. I told you, he did the story with five writers in total. No. So here's what he did He said, Hey, I got five writers together. We're going to storyboard out the whole four sequels. And now they've got it all storyboarded out. I'm gonna break you up and say, Hey, now you polish the script for two, you polish your script for three, you get four, you get five. And so was like, I did that so that no one would say, Oh, well, this isn't my movie, I'm not gonna care about it. So the whole series is storyboarded out now. And it's just mm-hmm. a matter of the writers like flushing out, you know, the finer details, which I thought was interesting. But it's like James Cameron is not writing these scripts alone. He's got a whole team writing these scripts now.
1: So here's the real thing. Let's let's get real talk with it for a second. James Cameron is a, he's a good director from what I've heard. He's very, he's better than the person I'm about to compare him to. Mm -hmm. Skill wise, but also that he seems very aware of where he's not good and where he needs to involve other people. Mm -hmm. The person I'm going to compare him to is George Lucas. George Lucas, terrible director, terrible writer, excellent story person. Like, Mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg the more recent stuff his career, the stuff most people I feel like nowadays know him for is built off of George Lucas having a cool idea and I will die on that hill. George Lucas is the reason Steven Spielberg is as successful as he is because George Lucas and even Spielberg and Lucas have both said this, one is a very good director, one is a very good story person and they're both not very good at the other part of that. So Mm -hmm had george lucas been smart enough to say all right i need to hire a writer and a director and i will sit with both of them and lay out the storyboards i feel like you know like his properties i mean star wars is as successful as it is in despite of it, right but just imagine like like i watched a video where it was like oh he's like the top 10 highest grossing directors of all time and it's like James Cameron's like the third with half as many movies as anybody else Mm -hmm. on the list. And I was like, gosh, it makes me sad (laughs) because I'm like, Lucas, why couldn't you just get out your own dang way? Mm -hmm. But I think the movie, it's just, it's, there's nothing, there's no points in dialogue where it gets super deep back and forth, like where it can, where you can quickly lose it. It's like everything's super simple. All the characters are very one dimensional. There's not very much growth. Even though they're like, oh, but he grew as a person. I don't, you know, he never learned to obey his father because half the time he disobeyed him. Like it was the oldest brother who got them where they were to find out the colonel guy was there. And had they not learned that it would have been worse in the long run. Mm. So it's like, it almost to me seems like you just picked your favorite son and just hate the other one. So because half the time, it's the older brother's fault they're in the situation. Half the time, it's the mm. younger
0: brother's fault. But the younger well, brother always gets is, the blame. Or is the other problem, it's really hard to distinguish between the two brothers. I think— I don't know that they did a great job making them look particularly distinctive. At least certain characters, not in general. But they, um, here's yeah, they, my other problem. Is it's, for me, similar. it's really hard to be like— Like, when I'm looking at the cast here, I'm like, Oh, yeah, that person is that Navi. Mm -hmm. Whereas before it was like, Oh, here's Sam Worthington. And here's Sam Worthington as an Avi, we go back and forth. Whereas now it's like, no, these are just, these are just the blue people. Yeah. It's really hard for me to be like, Oh yeah, no, I got it. You're the, you know, you know, in some movies it's like, well, this is going to be the hat guy. He's, this is going to be the tattoo guy. And this is going to be the girl with braid hair, you know, and they do things be like, okay, this is obviously this person. I didn't get that for a few of these characters. So, uh, Yeah. Do I remember the name of either of the sons? I remember Tuke is the tiny one. Yeah, I, think I don't remember any other names. Cesaria is the, the what blue water girl. You're making that up. I think Anung is one of the water people. Spider yeah. is the feral boy. Oh, Moa Spider! Remember Spider has to be one of the one of the two sons. <sighs> I don't
1: know. Is that true?
0: I do not know who the other. I'm I'm just saying. I'm looking at this cast list and I have no idea which one is which one. And also Stephen Lang, who plays the colonel, says Quaritch. So is it Colonel Quaritch? Yes. But that doesn't sound right. It Did doesn't. He have a nickname?
1: Well, because they never call him Colonel Quaritch in the movie. They, like twice in both movies, they say his name. I don't even know if they say it in this one. Um, but he's always the Colonel or, hey, you. It's like, Colonel Quaritch? Okay, I'll give you a Colonel weird example. Colonel Miles
0: Quaritch? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they call him something else. Whatever. So
1: he's referred to as like, I mean, Sigourney calls him like, she never calls him by his name. She never really even talks to him. Um, Who would talk to him and call him by his name? Everyone else says Colonel. All soldiers call him Colonel or Sir. Well, I think at one point when he's first introduced, they're like, this is his name and that's it. And it's like this is... (sighs) Moving on. I remember the only character, I don't know his name because he's not a named character. The most memorable character in the first Avatar movie is the guy that gives the speech before they get off the shuttle cody all right here's how i know he's like it's like all right everybody masks on masks on go directly to the base do not stop wait for my mark Boom comes down the mask he's the only one i can remember he's the only person i can picture his face all of the time without fail okay he is like Starliner Guard Seven or whatever. Like that's his the name in the credits. Okay. So he is such a oh, it's like that just man. that's the movie. Here's why it's Doom, though, Cody. Here's why Sam Worthington is perfect. One, he's just like, he is exactly what like Chief should have been in the Halo show, like what Doom guys should be if they ever make or they ever made what they ever made a good movie or a show about Doom. He is a faceless, blank slate protagonist. He is meant to be generic white guy. Nothing. All right. He is the most generic soldier. That's what he's supposed to be. I've seen Sam Mm -hmm. Worthington and other stuff. It's like people who are like Robert Pattinson's bad actor because all they've ever seen is Twilight. Mm -hmm. I said that at one point and I want to go back and punch myself in the nards, Cody, because how dare I slander his name? Okay. He is a treasure. All right. So Sam Worthington can be good. Like I will say like the the Titan movie, there's a lot more emotion there. But part of the storyline is he slowly becomes emotionless. Which is funny because you see like a normal guy slowly become Jake Sully, really is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But like, cause he's not supposed to, he's supposed to be, you're supposed to project yourself onto him. That's the purpose of his character. Right. Yeah. And then I've, I've heard this. The said. emotion comes from. So if you're someone who likes movies and you like the character development and all that, then it's like you said, I like I don't think you'll ever like Avatar. And like you say you don't like uh, special effects i
0: think they're fun to watch i think it's cool so i like it yeah
1: but it's not a fun
0: it's not like a i mean movie. i'll say like i said i really like the water stuff way better than i did seeing the first movie i also oh, saw it in beautiful. 2d and i was like you know it looks really good good job and then i saw it in 3d i was like oh it, it, it's really it's great i, I really enjoyed yeah. watching it. It, um, it it wasn't the water as looked like... fantastic which is a huge challenge to do a lot of special effects oh yeah. water so i mean i was really impressed by that and i Aside from a few bits here and there, I was like, "Oh, they're really honing in on the tech." There's some things in Avatar one, like when the mech is twirling the knife, I burst out loud laughing. I was like, "What are we even doing here? Why do we have a mech that?" Could, you know what I'm saying? I get no, maybe trying to show are you how trying advanced they are. Crab. I just didn't like it. I'm trying to say crab and like lanky. <laughs> <mech's-> my brother, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you what my brother said in the theater when we were watching this movie together. The crabs were like, they went punch, punch into their own fists and they scuttled into the water. And he was like, are they going to punch the whales? Where will the cruelty end? <laughs> I mean, they never did punch the whale, but holy crap, did they? I mean, they really did go for it. Yeah. It was oh, man. So here's the thing with, I'll say with the
1: crabs. I will point to that and be like, that was a bad decision. It is realistic. That's a very effective design. In the ocean, in fact, there's like a whole
0: right. There's a whole design movement of like, yeah, you model things after nature because nature stuff works. Yeah.
1: Not only that, in like ocean evolution, it is like there's a theory. I don't know how conspiracy theory is. It is right or ish. It is, but it's like a. An actual like provable thing that like everything in the ocean like crabs are the peak of ocean evolution and so it's like everything Mm kind of morphs in everything's headed that direction because they're like the perfect (laughs) (laughs) it's like the perfect film episode one of star wars they're the perfect but it's like when it's broken down to you by like a biologist i don't know all the arguments but they are incredibly well designed for what they do they're like perfectly designed whereas everything else has some kind of flaw but they're like the perfect it's kind of like crocodiles where it's like they haven't changed for millions of years because they're like Mm -hmm. perfect for what they do yeah so it's like if you wanted to make a a machine to grab wildebeest and spin them why not design it after a crocodile you know what i'm saying yeah Uh, but so in theory it does make sense also it looks stupid (laughs) okay (laughs) Um, yeah but uh i think the technology made a lot more sense i will say Another Hill I'll die on, the mechs from the Matrix movie, the third Matrix movie, look way yeah. better than the Mechs in Avatar one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. much more believable. Oh. Why would you bring battle mechs to another planet? Why wouldn't you wouldn't you use like loader mechs that can be used for like moving stuff as no, no. combat mechs? You
0: need a mech so good that you can grip a cup of coffee and drink from it. Yeah. That did make me a little mad because I was like, hold on, hold on. So in her hand, she's doing the motion to hold a coffee cup. Do you remember this? The general yes. was sipping a coffee cup. I hate those okay. mechs. Which, which means that's, yeah, I hate them too. Which means that her mech is holding a coffee cup. But here's my question. Is she, when she holds it up to her mouth, then the mech's hand of the coffee is touching her lips. But then what is her hand doing? Because her hand was bringing up, I'm so confused. Why wouldn't you just hold the coffee with your hand And not the. It was it a giant coffee cup too? Because the mech is bigger than her. So how big is the coffee cup? Because the mech's hand should be really big. So is it a giant coffee or is it a small? I have so many questions. Okay, here's the
1: thing. Let me let me tell you about a little property called Halo, which takes place not uh, actually further in the future than this. All right, but they're both future humans, right? So you've seen the art from Halo, the video game series, right? Where they have they have mechs. Fun fact mm. that look better, that are much more would be much easier to have like practical units of or anything. But when they need to be smaller, but they also okay, so the Okay, so the bad guys, the elites in in Halo, right? Oh, the main guys, all right? right? They're, We're by, going the lore. they're 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 big boys, all right? They're not probably as big as the Navi, but they're close, okay. Master Chief's a big boy as well, but he's shorter considerably than the the elites, all right? And you know mm-hmm. what, Cody? He's in his power armor. They can fight just fine. He can fight them and it's cool and it looks incredible. So I'm like, why don't, okay, look, <laughs> why do you insist on the need to have terrible looking mechs when Halo is my main example? Well, let's point at any other video game or other shows or movies that just put them like, no, we're just going to put them in power armor. So they're maybe a foot taller than a normal person, mm-hmm. but they can punch as hard as like a freight train. And just be like, yeah, tech. It looks cool because it's like this little dude punching a big thing. It looks awesome. And it gives you these opportunities to not have a dude like draw a knife from a sheath on his mech. What? Look, Guillermo del Toro did it with a sword, but it came out. of It was in segments and it was part of it was like in a compartment. It was cool. All right. And even he, I guarantee Guillermo del Toro would not say that Pacific Rim is a well-written movie. He would say it's a cool movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: why are you gonna put knife sheath on a mac why, why? why are you gonna double down coffee, like,
0: coffee mugs that's what we're doing that's the peak of future technology look in the future we're gonna be able to use knives and drink coffee that's look, what I'm saying that's how cool the future is gonna be
1: why was she punching a punching bag with it what muscles are you working
0: out the muscles you gotta use to hold the coffee cup you well, can I'm just talking hold about the big coffee cup. She's there. She's punching
1: a punching bag outside wearing her oh, mask. Okay. She's also
0: kicking it. <laughs> why? Oh, she's, to work on. You going to Andrew Tate kickboxing the punching bag? <laughs> You're about to right? tell me,
1: Cody. Oh, she got to work on the coordination with the mix. She's been there a long time. Also, why is she doing it outside? Why not inside? But well, you got to learn to fight with the mask. Cool. You can do that inside. You do that inside. You can just punch a thing. If they're that well designed that she can be punching a punching bag. And holding a cup of coffee with the mech. Why does she need to train with the mech? When you be able to just get in the mech and act normal, isn't that the know. whole point of the mech? That you get in, act Mike. normal, and then it's fine. Also, where was the second C person in their subs half the time? They had two people get in, and then they'd be like, "It's we're crashing. And one time they showed the second person, two other times they showed one person in that sub. Where's the second person, Cody?
0: Look, you're glossing over this general because the they actress, had three fingers the whole time. Here's the thing about Eddie Falco. This is what is amazing. A few months ago, they were like, she was in an interview, and she's like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed. I guess people didn't didn't want to see Avatar 2. Like, it's a bummer. Because she didn't realize Avatar 2 didn't come out until uh, later in the year. So she was like, I did that performance so long ago, and I never heard anything about it, so it must have tanked. And they were like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie comes out in December. So that's fun. Just a little... Little cliff note for you on her. Um, let me right. run. I don't want us to, you know, go over time too much. Let me let me run through a few of my okay. notes.
1: No,
0: <laughs> All right, Feral Boy, Spider. Um, interesting idea. I thought the actor, you know, he did his best. You know, I thought he put forth a good performance. Here's yeah. my thing. I cannot. Well, number one, I'm very glad that he actually put up a fight at the end and was able to help sink the ship because I was like, he's just in here watching. We got it. We got to get him to do some. Then he does some. I was very happy. Number two, I can't believe he saves fake dad, Colonel Quaritch clone. What was that Mm -hmm. about, number one? How could he do that to the Na'vi? Number two, what is Colonel Quaritch 2.0 Na'vi version boy going to do? Like, what is the next step for him?
1: Oh, Cody, I mean, I can tell you, but do you want me to spoil the day? Like, probably the... I'm gonna guess fourth movie. Like, mm. you know, like do No, you go want ahead, spoil, spoil away. Okay. Spoil away. Cody, the the storyline of Jake Sully and the boys. So the storyline of Jake Sully to start out with is very much, you know, Pocahontas, Last Mohicans, whatever, which is funny because you could say so many different ones that it does feel like, oh, it's really just like a More of like a type of story, not really pulling directly from any of them, but he becomes one of the natives, right? Mm -hmm. He is, again, going back to the Dune thing, he's Duke Leto, right? His son, his son is absolutely Paul Trades. Jake will not be the main character. Jake, I'm he's going to die in the next one, but also, are they going to be that aggressive? That's the other thing, is I'm like, are they going to go that aggressive with it? Are they going to kill Jake Sully? Because the safe bet is to just not kill him. Just have him... Be not die, right? Because you saw Dune, right? Spoilers for Dune. That's that's the warning for Dune. Duke Leto is Paul Atreides, who's the main character of Dune. It's his father. He gets put in charge of Dune. And there's a big hullabaloo. He gets got. He's <laughs> naked on a chair and he gets got, alright? Mm. And then that sets off his son becoming truly one with the natives and going and conquering the planet basically um you know spoilers but their for the family end of is
0: their fortress <laughs> yeah which is
1: exactly what <laughs> duke leto says to paul okay that they're like the, that it's the same kind of rhetoric That it's all about duty except i'll say this duke leto much better father okay um <sighs> so the uh also there are some characters that aren't in the first dune movie so i don't want to spoil that necessarily but they are like one for one the same as their characters that you'll see in the next dune movie Which here's the thing that i think if they go hard and stick with the dune comparison which i'm like they could easily branch off and just basically pick another movie to copy for the next
0: movie
1: mm-hmm. um i'm like that's a harsh gauntlet to throw down that you're basically like all right denise let's go toe for toe which i'm like denise a better storyteller than you are jim jim you're better yeah. at making the spectacle denise better at story so you're not going to win that matchup Mm. But um I think the 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 son, he's gonna become the main character basically. He's who the next movies are gonna follow. So what when I was saying, like, oh, it's well, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, right? We're gonna come down to So the the dad, right? I mean, he's going to be redeemed by the final movie. He's gonna do something mm. to save. I was like, there's two options, but halfway through the movie, I was like, there's only two ways this is gonna end. One, Colonel dies. And then ends. I wanted them to end. You know how like the first movie ends with him like, you know, breathing in, in his avatar body, right? Um, with the eyes. I wanted it to do end in a close-up of the colonel in a pod, they revived a second clone. And then in every movie ends he gets killed and revived. And I'm like, you could make a thousand movies this way. <laughs> You've done yeah. it. You've made it to where they can clone him. Um so but the so, he's but I was well, like, Well, James the Cameron other thing... really
0: found the loophole for uh being able to use any actor at any age. Oh yeah. Like Sigourney Weaver plays, you know, a 14-year-old movie yeah. and it's just like nailed it.
1: Yeah. Um also, so the other thing is like he becomes Darth Vader. He's the he's the bad guy that ends up at the end of it when they end up finally expelling or become <laughs> or like joining, you know, peaceful resolution with the humans, right? he's going to be the one that does it. He does the final act that kicks it off where they can't, you know, there's no way the humans can win it. So they have to either negotiate or leave. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. He's going to, he's going to blow up earth or something, right? To save the Navi. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Spider's going to save him, but it's going to take, I think one or two more movies, but you're going to see the spark. Uh, yeah. You're going to see good in
0: him. That's my other question is like, how are they going to stretch this to five? And I know there was the discussion. I think, Jim Cameron was like, yeah, if this one doesn't make its money back and it doesn't become profitable, then we'll probably just wrap it up in three. But it has made its money back and uh, sounds like they're going to be able to go full go with all five. Um,
1: well, I mean, they've got four four, clan, four plans, right? Four types of people, right? They got the, they got the cliff people, the sky people, you know, mm. they got the planes people left. So there's two mm. more movies and then the final movie, which is all of them coming together yeah yeah well so i mean the movie the thing comes from like i i always i felt like i could see where it's going but at the same time i'm like but will they do anything that aggressive or will this because if if they keep this very generic not memorable but big spectacle where it's like i remember thinking that was pretty good movie but you don't no one's going to come back to it be like this is my favorite movie. but everybody's going to go see it in the theater when the next one
0: comes out that's What they want,
1: think out of these movies, it's mm-hmm. what makes the money,
0: yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. I, um, a few notes from me first, weird to hear a voiceover in this big of a blockbuster movie, just voiceovers aren't very popular lately in Hollywood, so it was really weird to hear Jake Sully being like, All right, let me catch up on the last 13 years or whatever, <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> kind that's <of> odd. me. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it life moves pretty fast over here on Pandora. You know, like yeah. anyway. Um, so, but it's I don't have a problem with voiceover. It would just it yeah. kind of took me out of it for a second. I was like, oh, we're doing voiceovers. You know, they had a lot to catch up on. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I'd say it was a good way to fill the time.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, fill, if you wanted to it jump it ahead, yeah, that's a pretty good way to do it. Although it's also like we also could have spent a movie like seeing Jake Sully grow his family. But you know, it's Who not cares. a story movie. It's a you know a spectacle yeah. movie, like you've, like you've said. I got a question. Um, who is tattooing these whales? Exactly. What? Who's tattooing <laughs> the Na'vi? Who That's what is I to tattooing too. the whale? Are the Na'vi tattooing the whales? Yes. Right? The whales are obviously into it, but like we're talking about a species so advanced they have ink. Okay. And they're underwater. I just got questions. What are the tattoos mean? Because you see the whales without the tattoos. All right. And then they do have the tattoos when they're older. What is up? Like, if I don't get a see a whale tattoo shop in the next movie, I'm cool. be a little upset. All right, I'm guessing the explanation because just like the Omotakaya people, I remember that. The, wow. the names the I remember
1: Tukun for the whales. Tukun is the whales, and the Metakaya are the ocean people, sea people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Omotakaya uh-huh. are the forest people. So they're, um, Omotakaya, they're based, I think. Just generic Native Americans, I think, right? That's basically what they are. And then the Metakaya are um, Maori. Right? They're, they're specifically they're the Lakoi
0: tribe, I think, okay. the forest people are. okay. Lakoya, so, Lakoya, or whatever. And
1: then they obviously, I mean, just the base and the guy, you know, like even half, like almost starts to do a, like uh, a haka at one point. There's and it's some like, tongue right, action.
0: There's right, some tongue obviously Maori. Out, here, Which right? also took me out. There was just a little too much, or it was one of those, it was one of those scenes where like, this one guy is framed, where he's really catching my eye, and he's doing the tongue. But there's other people talking, <laughs> so I was like, both times I watched the movie, I was like, "Oh, tongue guy, you gotta back off. You're really taking me out of this." Anyway, yeah. go ahead.
1: Well, that's the, to be fair, Cody. Let me say, you obviously you
0: didn't grow up with rugby that much in your life. Oh, let me tell you, are the, you gonna tell me that I didn't <laughs> culturally tongue? appropriate the haka for as a twelve yes. year old for a, a youth dance rehearsal thing? I had to do the haka. All right, I learned it. Still remember it. It was not intimidating coming from pasty white boys. Let me tell you. Carry on. Um, But I'm just saying the tongue, it
1: got your attention. It made you unsettled. It's scourge. Cody, it did what it was supposed to do. That's the point you want to show as much. That's the thing. When you see the pasty white boys doing it versus when you hear like an actual Maori person explaining it. You're like, yeah, no, you if your tongue could touch your toes, you'd be all the way out there. Like the goal is as much tongue as possible. And it's like, why? Because it's intimidating and it's like, you're wrong, but also you're absolutely (laughs) not wrong. It's absolutely, I'm terrified. All right. But Mm. so the Maori, I know the Maori tattoos, they're like, um, you earn them for events and stuff. They're like earned, they're like merit badges, right? (laughs) i don't know <laughs> let's just not release this in New Zealand. okay <laughs> but that's the point right they tell in theory right they would tell the story of your life so that's why like the older ones would have the older tukun and the older uh peeps how is, done, is the younger that's my question who's doing it or what how is it done how is it done all right there <sighs> i mean a stick and ink right that's how they do it in, in the maori underwater i mean it or they got a, a stick underwater I mean, they can't come out. They can like kind of. But go wouldn't it sides. wash the
0: ink off of the stick?
1: I mean, what are the questions?
0: Side? Are these thick and poke tattoos? I don't know,
1: Maybe they're naturally forming, but then they're not on the ones that aren't
0: tied to people. Tied to the. Do you think a tattoo would wash off faster if you spend your life in the water? Um, no.
1: Maybe if you're a human would, but not a not a not a Navi, not a whale
0: thing. On a two coon.
1: Here's my favorite thing about. okay. so when people say like, but that's not how like because there's lots of times where I'm like, but that's not how the natives and like colonial people interacted or that doesn't make sense. Right. A lot of people say this stuff about especially the first movie. I'm sure they'll say it about this movie. Um, And so I will remind these are based on these cultures, but he can also be a lot more basic. And like they are not Maori. (laughs) They are. Yeah. They're aliens. So whatever they say they are, that's exactly how those
0: people act. Well, it is funny to me a little bit that you could have just made them a water people. But, you know, like you said, you made them pretty clearly. And he said, like, yeah, it's based on the Maori or whatever. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about that, though, is like, who would be a good representative for the Maori people? Kate Winslet. <laughs> so that's, I do Winslet. love, like, they didn't even try to be like, why don't we get someone, you know. I mean, Jemaine Clemens from New Zealand, but oh, he so plays good. a human, so Loved whatever. to see him. Anyway. Um, Sam Worthington's
1: yeah, Australian. So, you know,
0: I just you think it's that. fun. Yeah, it is just kind of funny. I thought it was funny. Like, what's based on the Maori? Let's give him a shout out. How about Kate Winslet? That'll do the trick. Like, uh, Isn't right, she whatever. Australian? You do you. Right. Kate Winslet? Yeah. I thought she's British. She's British? Are you sure? Are you sure about that?
1: How confident are you? Don't I mean, she says British actress, but how confident are
0: you? British.
1: Oh, man. Um, her- I mean, for the Ask
0: Kate Winslet, what she likes about any of her characters and the word ballsy is bound to pop up at <laughs> <time. laughs> to be fair. What are <laughs> these, a- what are these IMDb bios? I don't know. Man. man. Anyway. Um, okay. It's fine. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. I know people that are very upset about a lot of things. Jim Cameron has said about these movies, these people, you know, the LaCoy tribe, the Maori people, their representation, in these movies, it's fine. Whatever. Uh, yeah. you know, they're aliens, I guess. Whatever i just love that it's kate winslet anywho um yeah i don't know it's weird putting their performances because it's not like at any point if you hadn't told me that was kate winslet i would have had exactly zero percent clue that it was kate winslet so it's kind of interesting i don't know whatever i didn't know it was kate winslet a few notes um money guy the whale hunter hated him I know I was supposed to hate him, Mm -hmm. but I hated him to a degree that it made me upset that I had to watch so much of him on screen. He gets his own, which is great. He's like the raptor hunter guy in Jurassic Park 2 where he's like, eh, raptors, and then he gets got by the raptors. It's great. That's the first one. Anyway, um, Jermaine Clement was great. And I just, I loved, look, I'll put it this way. I hated watching the whale hunting, but I loved watching the whale hunting. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. When the hunter became the Hunty became the hunter, I was like, This is the best scene. This is the best action scene in a Jeep Cameron movie, probably. I'm watching a whale outsmart these boys. I mean, when he deflected the harpoon off his hard, because they talked about that. He's like, Oh, we gotta go from under where it's like soft. You know, I was like, Oh, they got hard heads, that's good to know for later. (laughs) And then he like deflects the harpoon up and said, Oh, this is the best. This is
1: great. my favorite part about that, Cody, was they did it once and I was like, Oh, that was cool. And then right when it was just like, Oh man, that was really cool when he did that, he did it again, and I was like, (gasps) Uh, <laughs> how about when he wraps
0: Gymnose. the cord around the boat and then cuts off the dude's arm with it yeah oh yeah it was great
1: <laughs> Tiffany but, was talking about him and i was like who are you talking about she's like arm guy and i was
0: like i know who you're
1: talking about
0: yeah got yeah. it um, um, another thing i really liked i loved just the scale i feel like i'm sure they did it in the first movie because it really stuck out to me this movie the scale of like people versus navi because the navi is so much bigger uh, mm-hmm. Like, for example, when Colonel Quaritch is holding his own skull, like his human clone skull, and then he just like crushes. I was like, oh, you're big boys. And then when Zoe Saldana is fighting them with like the spear and stuff, you're like, oh yeah, no, you, you get torched by one of these dudes. Their muscles are huge and they're so long. So I enjoyed uh, seeing some of that. And, um, you know, like the one when Zoe Saldana throws a gun at someone, <laughs> it was great. It was so good. Or maybe Jake did it, but uh, yeah. I mean, if you're that strong, you're throwing a big old rifle. It's going to do some damage, you know? Yeah. I wish I wish I liked Jake Sully more. I just do. You know, there's nothing about him that I particularly like. And there's nothing I hate about him. I just, you know, he's nothing to me. And that's sad. Oh, yeah. I have one more note, mm-hmm. and I have a fun fact. And then I want to yeah. hear what you got to say. My other note, Jake Sully knows that they're supposed to be in hiding. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he still is like, you know what? Let's call the doctor and uh, come over here. Wouldn't you have known they would have seen that ship coming? Like, shouldn't you have copped on one of your little birds and flew her back? To- I know it's probably slower. I just like the whole point of you here is to be for your protection and you don't want to endanger that tribe. And then you did both. Yeah. Part of me does like it, though. His, his, I mean, he was a
1: corporal in the Marine Corps got hurt and then he was like a loser for a while. Like, he, you know, like that was kind of his... His story. It's not like he's a super genius. It's like his brother was a super genius, you know. Like he, uh, he's just a guy.
0: So, part of me kind of likes someone name. who um, went to a different country, and then they come home and they end up marrying someone from that country. You know. Yes. And it's like you got someone. Like, you fell in love with each other because you're, like, exotic to each other. You know what I'm saying? hmm But you're not, like, cool enough to be interesting to someone that isn't from a different culture as you. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what Jake Sully is. You know what I'm saying? He popped up and he's like, look, I'm different. She's like, oh, you are a little different. All right. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, aside from him being different, does he, you know, you know what I'm saying? Does he have anything going for him? Um. He got some sick dreads. Oh, his hair was so much better in this movie. Than the last one.
1: I like them showing the thing before they have the hair to braid around it. Because I was like, always wondering, was like, mm. is that, do they braid hair around the tendrils? Or is it, what is, is it? it? And mm-hmm. it shows
0: the mm-hmm. babies with the, they don't well, got the hair. I did I like watching that. the babies swimming with the whales. That was oh, cute babies. babies. <laughs> Water babies.
1: I like that they address the Navi can go into the human atmosphere Earth atmosphere for a period. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. You say oh, yeah. you say you to another note and then
0: a No, I just have a fun fact. Once you're once fact? we're done with um what <clears throat> whatever else you want to talk about the movie.
1: Oh, okay. I got so I got a few more things about the movie if you want to do that first before the fun
0: fact. Yes, let's run through those.
1: Um so the oh, God. You know when you click into the photos and then you try to go back to the movie and it's like, cool,
0: you gotta hit back for every single. Oh, sequel. it's so sure. bad.
1: Um, <clears throat> so I definitely feel like Avatar, the first, you know, like the original Avatar, right, was not planned. Like, he made it like any of his other movies. Like, didn't plan to make a sequel to it. And then they're like, sequels. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, So now we gotta change some stuff. <laughs> now we gotta clarify some things. Um, And so I did kind of like the way that they addressed it, where they just kind of lived with some things. And then didn't. one thing that bugs me is why in the world in a society where you can literally upload a human brain into a clone body, why do you doubt that there's some kind of natural thing where it's exactly mimicked could be doing the exact same thing that bugs me in this movie and the previous movie when they're like in the first movie where they're like, it's like they can upload and download memories. They're like, idiots you can't upload and download a brain anyway colonel go take a backup of your brain so we can upload it into a clone body if you die but it's like okay what also uh they went away they're cowards they went away from unobtainium they went to uh ambergris that makes you immortal i guess i don't know here's the thing Uh, they i feel like that was one step too far down the dune path And I was like, now you have slapped Denis across the face. All right. That's what's happened. Anyway, I hate that. But also, I love it. Unobtainian, everybody, I'll die on this. I've said this in other episodes that we've done. It's a real thing, Cody. It's a theoretical metal that you use when you're doing scientific experiments. It's a perfect semiconductor. So guess what? That's why it's super, super valuable. It is you put. The exact amount of energy you put in on one side, no matter how far away you have, as long as you have an unbroken chain of unobtainium, you get the exact same amount of energy out of it at the other side. That's what it is. It is a perfect superconductor. It is an infinitely valuable metal if it could ever be obtained. That's why it's unobtainium. It's unobtainable, but that's the real name that you use. If you're writing a PhD thesis, on a thing and you use it, you would put unobtainium in there. And I was like, yeah, it's a real thing. People are too dumb. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have put it in there. Should have called it Pandorium or something. Pandor yeah. metal, super metal, reared in steel, anything. You know, I don't know what you're going to say, but put yeah. something other than unobtainium. And then they just didn't name that the whale brain juice. And I was like, that's pretty smart. Also, Sam Worthington. I thought they didn't name it. Well, you said they didn't name it. Did they name the amber, the, the brain Amrita.
0: juice? Amrita. Amrita, oh, they shouldn't have done that. Which is a Sanskrit that. word that means immortality. Ah, Stum, they shouldn't have done it. Avatar <gasps> is also a Sanskrit word, meaning manifestation of divinity in a bodily form.
1: Avatar they picked just because Avatar Last Abrender was uh, good, and it was good for SEO. That's it. I guarantee you. I put money down. That's why the name was picked.
0: Um, no, what they're saying is it's a white savior story because uh, I, Jake Sully is uh manifested in another form, which means he's divinity. So... Jake Sully is god of the Navi, according to the etymology of the word I just read on IMDb trivia. Yep, that research checks out, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a white savior story, but it's like, you know, so there is that. But I like this one. I think because again, they wanted to step up the quality. He's like, we're going to do six or what? Five, five or six? How many more? How many movies are they saying total? So five or six? Five total. Five total. Um. I get the feeling they're like, if we're gonna step it up, the movies all overall, like the right the story has to be better. <laughs> like they gotta step up the quality of that, or people are gonna get burned out. Um, so I do like how in this movie they showed it a lot. They showcased him not being the best. But his kids who are half natives can also be can be the best, you know. So that's like so mm-hmm. you found a loophole, get around it. Um I so you know, overall like my biggest sticking point, I would say, really, like when I was watching through, there was lots of dumb stuff like I th- didn't like how Colonel Quaritch clone, clone Quaritch uh, inducted himself or acted because he acted like he's like, I don't know who this Colonel Quaritch guy is. I'm not him
0: anyway. Moving on. And it's like, dude, you were uploaded minutes before he died. You as have- far as you know, you're what- him. You have all his memories and all. Yeah. So I do think it's interesting because they do try to play it off. But then and I think maybe that's kind of the point at the end of the movie when Spider saves him is he's like, you're not my dad, except I do feel bad and I am going to save your life. You know, so I get that. But it's also like, hey, you're the one who said it. You said you're not that man, but now you're acting like you are because you're feeling feelings over your son that isn't yours. But hey, it sure does feel like he is yours. Right. So you're in denial.
1: All right. I think, honestly, I think if he, uh, you know, if they had from the very beginning, which maybe they did, I don't know, maybe, I, maybe I'm giving Cameron and his him too much credit, right? But I feel like he's obviously, in my mind, supposed to be a Darth Vader analog, right? So mm-hmm. I think he might have tried to make Horwich more likable in the first one and less just, I mean, Stephen Lang is the king of generic douche colonel guy. That's what he mm-hmm. plays in everything he is. He's never likable. Mm-hmm. He's always, he's perfect as that. So it's like, but you want him now as the Navi equivalent to be the, the Darth Vader character. He's terrifying. He's intimidating. He shows up, but he's like, but there you see good in him, even though I'll remind everybody, Anakin Skywalker killed babies. Anyway, moving on. So, you know, have him be like, just like Darth Vader's like, Anakin's dead. He's like, Quaritch is dead. I'm new Quaritch. you know, (laughs) except he's like, hates himself. But so he's like, Absolutely, Darth Vader, right? Vader hates himself. Vader's big. Vader's intimidating. This guy's big. He's intimidating. He hates himself because he's what he hated. But he's got to bow to the Emperor uh, General Ardmore, who's going to be sitting out there next time we see her. If she's not boxing with an
0: even lankier suit, I don't know what we're there for, all right? she's not double fisting coffee (laughs) in the next movie, I'm going to be furious. She's got to be eaten. You gotta be living her out here, like suit. pouring a little artisanal latte with like little Navi art, you know? Um, yeah, I like that um, they did
1: make him lay like, no, no, we're coming back. We got an army. We're building a city. We're built, putting up like way more focus on defenses well, and things like that. That's what
0: I like, think is so funny is that she lays out this whole thing of like colonizing the planet. Look at all this big stuff we're doing. Anyway, you go get your revenge on that guy. It's like, well, well the resources you spent, like, why don't you let them do immersion training and actually? They're like, we're going to think, act, and breathe Na'vi. And then they show up and they're like, we got guns, we got sunglasses, yeah. and we got pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> I
1: hated that. You're doing a real, you real bad do, job. You be-
0: I mean, the one thing you're doing is you're traveling through the forest, and you're not on your giant helicopter. So you, you did that? That is the only thing you have done. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Also, it's like, they
1: there's some inconsistency. Like you said, they do that, they're like, you're going to be immersed. Then they don't immerse themselves. All they do is get the, the dragons, right? And then Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, and then the the forest will see you as, which they're like, okay, you established in the previous movie that A was real. It is a godlike entity that can look into memories, knows what's going on, is able of thinking. It's the planet has a brain. The planet is incredibly smart. Well, it's not a big deal me-
0: that Jake Sully has to like become part of the Navi. Yes. Whereas in this one, they're just like, look, you guys are in Navi bodies, so you're good to go.
1: But they also became Navi by going and getting the thing what but i'm just saying the thing that the awa knows stuff right it's like it can like literally like read minds right you're part of the ecosystem so you're you get tapped into right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i'm just saying like wouldn't it be able to be like hey you uh you're not supposed to be here and just murder them would not not be what happens it seems mm-hmm. inconsistent to me also mm-hmm. uh so I would say them going after Jake Sully is believable in the, like, I mean, in real life, they did put a lot of, I mean, even modernity. Think about how many resources went to killing Osama bin Laden. One dude, you know, like you go after leaders of organizations, you know, and that's what he is. He's the one that united the clans to
0: leaders drive of the planet. Insurgency, as they call it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like,
1: yeah, he's a terrorist. Kill him. You know, he's the leader. Once you kill him, the rest of them probably stop you know which never happens but that's the right um i hated that they just left them. they just left the other people there it's like i'm just gonna leave them they're there they're safe now it's like this there's like so much stuff they're actively having to fight for their lives to even and you're like i'm just gonna leave you guys leaderless (laughs) with look jeff jeff over here he's a good boy that's my thing is that like
0: they paint it like Jake Sully left. Therefore, the danger of that tribe is gone. Um, so, so that's why it seemed to me to be like a really weird thing to be like, we're just going for this one dude. Is he leading the tribes that are attacking your ships anymore? No. We still got to go get him. Like, well, shouldn't you just keep suppressing these people that are causing you problems? But no, they sent the dude to go after Jake Sully. So I just yeah. don't get that.
1: Because like the whalers, it's like they got it figured out. Like the people don't like him, but like... They with stay out of their way. they you like, know, Anna,
0: we're not hunting here in your area. We're going to stay away.
1: Yeah. So it's yeah. like, they seem to have a balance here. Also, like you said, you know, if you're going to a place, like if there's a, a base somewhere where it's like, it's getting paid for by a thing and you roll up and you're like, they're like, hey, we're paying for the whole operation with what we're doing. You're like, yeah, I'm taking it over. I'm about to ruin you and make sure you can't make your quota this month. That's not how that works. I will say that. I'll yeah. go with you on that. You guys get one dinghy. Go start rowing. You know, like you don't mm-hmm. get a whole ship and like get to op- you don't get to like well, basically especially how many
0: people were on that ship and they yeah. have the giant crab suits and they have mechs and they've got the weaponry to fight off. They have a huge battle where they're like fighting all these people. So it's not like, <laughs> oh, we're just equipped to fight. Well, you're like, you could, you know, you participated in a big old fight with all these people, so
1: yeah they also killed a lot of navi and it's like then there's like 12 navi like will kill you and it's like i mean they've killed more than you so it's like not you're also yeah. in the base so it's like if the general ordered him to say sure but it's like but then why would he be like no you can't do it? it is a weird back and forth right yeah but it's like who are you work for here Also, eighty million dollars a vial—that's nowhere near the most expensive. There are more expensive item like substances on Earth right now that don't Mm -hmm. cause immortality. Okay, so how dare they be like most valuable substance in the galaxy? Also, they said okay, so the unobtainium is twenty million a kilo, which he doesn't say is the most valuable thing in the universe because it's not, or the galaxy, right? He just says, hey, it's twenty million a kilo—that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, but it's the most valuable because it stops human aging.
1: Cody, I'm just saying there are like antimatter, right? It's a they can't make a lot of it. Guess what? It takes like a takes the hadron collider to make that ish, and it's Mm -hmm. like hundreds of millions of dollars for a gram of it. Okay, so let's just cool it with the immortality juice. All right, we all know the spice mélange is Tom Brady's deuce. All right, so. You know why you gotta go across the galaxy when you can just harvest his poo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all the almonds and blueberries that really make it special.
1: That's why there's no um, green. They did that already. They did the almonds. They destroyed the Earth with the almonds. Now they need the new source.
0: That's what it is. Got it. They yeah, figured it out. Um, I have one final trivia fact. It is Ed Norton was offered a role for this movie. And he strongly considered it. He ended up turning it down because he, um, the role was for one of the human characters. I'm assuming either Jemaine Clement's character or the whale hunter. And he wanted to play a Navi. He was like, no, <laughs> I want to be a blue person. If I'm not a blue person, I'm not going to take the role. Say a former woman.
1: You're mic cut out. I need to know. Who? who?
0: Oh, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Edward Norton. Oh, the Hulk, you know, as we all know. The Hulk. intermediate Hulk.
1: Here's what I want, Cody. All right, go back. Okay, mild spoilers for Fight Club, I guess. I'm not actually going to say anything. Can you imagine
0: being Ed Norton and then people refer having the career he's had and then people know you as Intermediate Hulk? (laughs) Not even even like the main Hulk that's been in all the Avenger movies. Nope. Nope. He's just, he was in one movie. A bad movie. I mean, this man's been in David Fincher movies. He was in American History X. He's directed movies. But no, he's Intermediate Hulk.
1: Cody, let me tell you, I don't mean to spoil your favorite book of all time for you, okay? But mm-hmm. here's what I want. I want the next movie. They go back, they're like, blank check. Ed Norton, we need you, all right? Actually, sure, let him be blue. All I know is I need a human, I need him to be an avatar or a person going into the avatar, and I need Brad Pitt to play the other side of it. That's what I want. That's what I need, and that's what I want sold by Ed.
0: Cody, oh, be so give it good. to me. Would I mean- you if could only even they have could play. make it like if they make the next tribe tribe based off of like Zulu or someone like someone one of the African tribes yeah, then we're... Ed Norton can play the leader and yes. then you know <laughs> it'd be perfect. Yeah. Um I mean it's I not d- like there's any good, you know, actors of African descent that could do it. So let's get right. Ed Norton in there. Yeah. And uh we'll be good to go.
1: Um can I share with you my favorite fun fact of all the th- of all the trivia? Yeah. Um I actually think this is Technically trivia from the first movie, but it's fine, you know? Sam Worthington, we'll as we know. He's Australia. Australian, I think. I think, yeah. He is Australia, yes. Um, he's he's on record as saying the Navi language was easier to learn than the American accent.
0: Yeah. He had an easier well, time. That's cool. Oh, my. I saw this crazy documentary. Speaking of the first one, there's like this support, not a support group, but maybe rather a group of like-minded individuals. That saw the first Avatar movie and got depressed afterward because of how lame normal life is. Yeah. And they're all people that had some, in some way, like Jake Sully, they felt some sort of defect in life where they're like, man, if I could live on Pandora, I could be like, I could escape like the reality now and I could live in this amazing world. It was very interesting. It was like, it was just like eight super nerds that meet, in, meet on a weekly basis that all like speak some Navi. Like they talk to each other in Navi fascinating it was just like a little like 10 or 20 minutes short this dude went on i was like these people are amazing also i'm real glad that i didn't leave avatar thinking man my life sucks so much you
1: know well okay now let's dig into this a little bit Did you not were you not aware of the it's it was like a widespread thing that people like left avatar and became like depressed most people though like, even I remember leaving and being like, man, life sucks. But also,
0: you get over it.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like when you finish a book and you have that moment where you're like, what do I do now? I'm telling That's kind
0: of what it was. But so it's like I'm, most people. I'm so stuck up for this, but I walked out of the theater being like, that was hot garbage. <laughs> like, well, I like, like I was like, this is not
1: worth the hype. I think the, because it happened to so many people that it's been like studied, I think.
0: But, it's and like the, a little yeah, syndrome. It has like its own little yeah. name.
1: Uh, it actually does. I can't remember. It's
0: avatar. It might just be depression. like Avatar syndrome or something, but yeah.
1: But I think the idea that came across was the 3D was so much more realistic and all encompassing than like anything on the big film. IMAX. It sucked you in so much more than any movie really ever could before. Mm-hmm. you left. It so it felt like you woke up from a dream, basically. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the same thing, right? And so those there's like lots of people that like got actual depression from it um because i remember feeling that and being like oh yeah no i got that but it's like but it didn't stick for very long i mean it's just like when you leave any super immersive movie i felt like but it happened to so many people that it, it was a whole thing when that first yeah. one. i wonder if this one will have the same effect on some people mm-hmm. i remember not thinking i remember people will out start out returning to the
0: water we will make a true yeah. <laughs> you know atlantis will return
1: everything um, becomes crab. Just come crap
0: just to sum up my you know for all the little knocks and funny things you pointed about the movie I thought it was much better written than the first one. I thought the effects were really good and I did enjoy it. Like I, and especially seeing in 3d, I was like, I get it. You know, I mean, I think I would have given the movie or about a grade it, but I would say I probably would have given it maybe half a letter grade lower in 2d than seeing it in 3d. I was like, Oh no, this does improve the experience. It does, you know, really make a lot of the water stuff pop. So I love the water stuff. The action was better. The story was better. I still don't have like a character I really identify with, you know, where I felt like has grown that much, which is fine. I still enjoyed the movie and um, definitely thought it was, you know, it's trending in the right direction. I'll, you know, I'll go ahead and finish out the franchise, you know? And even if we didn't do a podcast on movies, I would probably still after my experience with this and be like, all right, you know, I want to, I want to see what they do with it. You know, although maybe my biggest critique, three hours, 12 minutes, a little long just a little long for what they were doing. I feel like the last and the last action scene was like 50 minutes and it's like a 20-minute battle that's really cool. Then it's like a 10-minute intermediate thing. Then it's like 20-minute, okay, we're swimming out of the ship. And I was like, this was, it was long. I had a piece so bad the first time I saw it. I had timed to ride the second time. Anyway, I think you probably could have cut 20 to 30 minutes out of this movie and given us a little bit, you know. The ending scene was so epic and then it's like Jim Cameron being like, see, my actors can go underwater and hold their breath. You know, and it was kind of like a flex on that. So that's where I'll leave it. Do you have anything to rebut or to say about you know overall before you grade it?
1: Um, I mean, so not much more. I think I felt. um, I mean, yeah, I don't have to pee as often as you do. So I, it to me, it didn't. I felt three like
0: hours twelve minutes.
1: I never looked at my Plus watch. Twenty minutes of trailers. So all right,
0: long. that's three and a half hours.
1: Yeah. Um. So I didn't. It to me, it felt. So, you know, like a really good movie feels like at the end of it, you're like, oh man, it's over already. Right. It felt like had it been over an hour earlier, I would have been like, oh man, I wanted to see more, but this is like, mm-hmm. it gave, it, it ended right when like had it gone a minute longer. I would have been like, All right. When, when are we wrapping this up? You know, like it, it maxed out its time. I feel like, Um, so I wasn't upset with it. Tiffany did have to get up and she, um, she got up and she came back and then she's like, what did I miss? And I was like, it, you, she got up and went to the bathroom during the underwater chase scene. I was like, you just missed chase. And it made me realize like they just done this chase where nothing has happened for a very long time. But she pointed out someone did get caught, but then they got free and then they got caught again. So in my mind, yeah. nothing happened.
0: So yeah, like there was a I lot saw, of that with the kids. The last hour of the movie was like, you're yeah. caught. Now you're free. Now you set your other sister free. Now the other sister's caught. Now the brother got the other one, but he had to get spider and the spider went back. Yeah, it was which
1: I did appreciate when the little girl they do. I can't remember the story trope the story like, or the uh writing term for it but when the you know you have a character point out like this is ridiculous when you're doing a ridiculous thing like that she's like i can't believe i'm cuffed up again
0: <laughs> you know just be like oh my god oh yeah, that got a huge this. laugh i think yeah. both times i watched it that got a big laugh that it's was just funny. the
1: way she says it she's just like I can't believe. believe I got handcuffed again. <laughs> to the same really. Which I'm like, yeah. okay, at least this, the writers aren't like, no, no, we, no, that's fine. They're like, no, no, we it know that she's been captured three times. I think it was a battle. well-placed
0: moment of levity in like a yeah. very long, intense sequence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jermaine,
1: shout out to Jermaine. Love this man. I hope you still rock in
0: the American accent.
1: Oh, yeah. But did you also hear like randomly, <laughs> just, the t- just the tiniest little squirt of his actual accent which is like and then he'd be like no no pull it back pull it back and then he'd mm-hmm, get back to america
0: yeah. i loved it i love him i want him in everything put him in every movie, my thing i wish he was just a kiwi scientist because the whale hunter dude is like australian or whatever yeah right i was so mad i was like why i just my God. i have seen flight of the concords tv show like four times over i haven't had it on dvd in high school yeah love it i love his accent love hearing him talk so i did miss it a little bit but i thought he did a great job
1: yeah, great job. I hope he survives and becomes like the human buddy of the, the Metakai people, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm guessing that he probably didn't. Mm-hmm. So I loved him. I did like, I liked the design of a lot of the stuff. I have one question. You've seen it in 3D, not 3D. Did the effects look motion smoothed in both or just in the 3D? But I've only seen it in I the 3 I I think in now. both.
0: I okay. think in both. And well, I'll say,
1: like I, I said, not- I
0: think the... I think the technology's grown up very well with it, and they did a good job. Aside from a few motions here and there, a few little bits, I it never took me out of it, but every once in a while I was like, okay, that's just not quite, you know, just a tiny bit off, just a little bit not quite right.
1: There were so many scenes in this one that I felt like I was playing a video game that I think they got mm. really shafted by video game engines making some pretty dramatic leaps recently mm. that now they it's like oh these video game engines have really surpassed the engines that movie studios are using and so i think that kind of boned them in that they i think they'll have to step it up for the next movie yeah it took me out of it and i was like i felt like the effects though there were some that were genuinely really bad Mm -hmm. but it was like a quick flash of like a animal jumping across a screen or something you're like oh that looked like not very good Mm mm-hmm but for the most part, they were all, you know, 24 frames per second. They were all good. They all moved well. It's They all had the right yeah. shading on them. Whereas there was so many more in this one where they all looked good, but they're, it was like the rest of it's moving 24 frames per second. That's moving sixty frames per second. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Yeah. Um, and that took me out of it. I, I feel like that knocked it for me to, you know, made it so I didn't get depressed. Maybe they did see so one get depressed when they were in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Are you thing, trying to tell me you never been sad goal? when you finish a long game?
0: Um, I get the. the
1: what do you do? What do I do now? I, Life has been. No I meaning. chase
0: the achievement, then I get the achievement. I'm like, oh, this ended very quickly. <laughs> this went from being the thing I'm chasing to now I got nothing to do. Yeah. I get I that.
1: That's what 99% of the people with the avatar thing felt. They were like, yeah. oh, it's over. All right. Move. Yeah.
0: Man. well do you want to slap a grade on this
1: i do do you want do you want to do same time say different times what do you want to do all right, all right. i'll go first you i'm go gonna first.
0: count us down i'm gonna count us down from three three two one b, b. plus interesting I, pff, ah. are, what are you saying what? just b b i give it a b <laughs> i was gonna say b minus originally then i saw it in 3d and then i was like you know i really thought about it and uh i almost went up to a b plus but i was like I looked through my movie list of 2022 movies and I was like, there's too many movies above this where I'm like, I enjoyed all these more. I thought they were better in certain aspects. It's a solid B for me, which I mean, for how much I didn't like Avatar one, um, I think it's a huge win. Well done, Jim. I'll give it a B.
1: You know what? I I said it out loud. I was like, I'm going to say, I just said it right. I'm going for it. I gotta, I'm going to take it down to a B. That's what I'm gonna do.
0: I am, what you know? I think. I am. Whoa, you're gonna take it down to a B. I just think like it is a good. It's a good movie. That's a Cody level rating. I. I That's a like garbage very, rating there.
1: I think we're very on the same. You're level the man this. of the people. Well, yeah, but I still I think like the movie, as I said, is a spectacle, and they didn't nail so many of those effects where they looked like a video. So many times I was like, this looks like a video. See. Mm. And when you're the biggest
0: movie of the decade. Like you can't be having, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get that. Oh. it's sitting at a 77 to manometer and a 92 audience score. So we kind of just split the difference there. Yeah. Now here's my question. As always, to you, we are the, you know, we are the unbiased third party giving you the opinions you need. Yeah. What's your question. Yeah.
1: So from what you remember, cause obviously you haven't seen it. I will say, um, rewatching it took my opinion of the first avatar movie down a little bit because, mm-hmm. You know, everything it looks a little better, a little more. It is, I will say, much slower, much less action-heavy of a movie than this movie. Yeah, definitely. Um what would you from your memory give the first one? Just out of curiosity. C. A C. Maybe. Yeah. I would totally agree with but that. But I
0: never I never saw it in 3D. I literally I saw it at a secondhand theater where it was like the film had been passed. So I didn't see it in digital. I didn't see it in 3D. I saw it in like, this is the biggest movie theater at a movie theater that shows old movies. And I saw it just in time before like it left. Cause all my friends are like, I can't believe you haven't seen Avatar. You got to go see it. And so everyone had built it up so much for me. Then I saw it and I was like, this is poorly written. It's kind of silly at times. And I didn't uh. get quite the impact of all the special effects. Cause I didn't see it in 3 d and I didn't mm-hmm. see it in a top tier theater as well. Oh yeah. So- I mean
1: like if we're rating these on like, what is it like to sit in a giant, dolby or imax theater with three glasses on then avatar one a plus this one b plus right the mm. avatar one was so much more of like an intense three it sucked you in this one was very subtle 3d it was nowhere near the uh
0: yeah like there were times i mean, like- I would have <laughs> seen avatar one again in 3d if it, i didn't see it pop up anywhere And maybe they yeah. did it right around the release but i didn't see anyone showing it in 3d so
1: I saw the first one in like IMAX 3D and I remember distinctly there was one scene where like something came at the screen and I remember ducking like the way that mm. you saw the people when the train came at them at the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought that thing was going to freaking kill me. Yeah. And, um. So, you know, it was this different day. Now it's much more subtle, like 3D went through its, you know, it's, it's, you know, phase of super aggressive 3D where it's like the thing coming in your face and now it's more,
0: just a more like your helps a little immersion depth to the picture. I'm yeah, like, yeah, let me yeah. Uh, All right. Well, it's a B funny. for me and a B for ye. That's it's
1: great. So funny. We see especially the first one, seems so different levels, but you said C. I agree with C. I'd give the first one a C. Easy. That's an easy C, you know? This one we both mm-hmm. gave it a B. I never would have guessed that we would have agreed on our ratings for not not even not just this one, but both of the movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, well, that's all I got. It's a, a goodie, though. Um, you know? Yeah, want to thank everyone for listening. You can find us on the old social media. You can ask us about movies you want us to see. You can follow us. You can share us at Opinion Hours. Until next time, watch movies
1: and have opinions.
0: Tyler, I want to tell you the best part about me seeing this movie with my brother was a double feature. We saw Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Hmm. Then we saw avatar two. We saw blue underwater people back to back movies. It was a great double feature. And let me tell you, my brother liked avatar two better. I liked Wakanda forever better. So, you know, just want to challenge the people out there. It's a great afternoon. You go, you watch black Panther, you watch avatar. You could even do avatar one and two and black Panther one and two. There you go.
1: Okay. Offer an
0: altar. Get the big, get the unlimited popcorn bucket. Mm get yourself a large a large beverage choice. It's a good day.
1: Or you could do what I did.
0: Get some depressed boots. after. This is a good time. See
1: puss some boots and then this drive
0: one. into the night with no purpose. There you go.